0: Against
1: Gil, the crowd on its feet, Aaron for the win! Welcome to the Sneaker History
2: Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm Party Thor, here with alternate Waldo. How you doing, man? <laughs>
1: Can't find me. I'm in a shadow somewhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. This, this stretch made me think Waldo.
1: <laughs> I love those books.
2: I love them, too. something Party Thor would say, so it's fitting but really his name is mike how you doing man
1: oh i'm fantastic man how you been doing
2: i'm good i was just thinking about it as i was putting this shirt on party thor is probably my favorite version of like if you consider him mcu mcu like thor's party thor's hilarious
1: yeah dude. I, See, I mean alternate timeline still a party mcu with that show so I'll, we'll take it we'll accept
2: party thor is a lot like the main character of our episode today a character larger than life super strong unstoppable kind of gets in his own way when he was kind of got in his own way when he was younger we'll see who we're talking about here in a minute but before we get all the way there make sure you like and subscribe whether you're listening or watching to this episode please leave a review on whatever Mm -hmm. platform you're enjoying this on we appreciate it and it really helps out the channel and let's start off with our most Probably our most seasoned skit or you know uh, segment, segment we do rocking and copping. <laughs> Mike, what what have you been rocking? And what's a shoe that's come out they have had on your radar to maybe cop?
1: Yeah, man. So rocking first would be this beautiful pair of New Balance two thousand two R's in the uh, depends on who you are, what you call it, protection pack or refined future. But this pair is dropping sporadically in the U.S. I got this um, goat butt. Keep an eye out because these are gonna be coming out in the within the next week or so in some different places. And I think this is probably my favorite one. So uh,
2: yeah. Is it frayed or or, or is it like the or is it stitched? So or is this, it you know it's like
1: overmeasured? So yeah, it's just stitched here and they have some kind of purpose purposeful fraying. That's why I don't understand either moniker to give the shoe, uh, because protection pack, what is it protecting? Refined future? You look at it this shoe. I don't think refined. I think kind of the opposite of that because of the the phrase. So, I don't know. it's
2: but, the way of the future.
1: I guess. I mean, yeah, we like beat up shoes, and that's, that's what we're getting now, right? And we, we don't do it ourselves anymore. Um,
2: we do not.
1: We're lazy. What do you want from us? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what i wanted to cop is actually two sneakers. They <laughs> one came out today. One came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one being the fire red Jordan threes. I've been finding them kind of scattered around some shops. I'm not going to lie. I don't really want to give everybody that where they are because I want them to be there when I go buy them. But just know they're floating around some places if you do your, your homework uh, for retail. And the Air Max 1 crepe or hemp crepe, whatever they call it. Uh, what, first retro since, was it 01? I can't remember what. Yeah. Came out. But uh, both really just pretty shoes. And it's nice that... They're kind of hanging around. You know, you got to do a little digging, but they're kind of hanging around in, in certain shops. And it's really tempting.
2: <laughs> those hemp crepes are really interesting, like uh, sticky looking outsoles. It's not your traditional. Like a
1: Clark's. If you guys are familiar with Clark's, those beeswax outsoles, I'm guessing it's the it's same, very much same like deal.
2: Clark's. It's, it's exactly like that. Very mm-hmm. good call. Um, and, and similar to Clark's um, in like a. I think Clark's isn't really even particularly, like, eco-friendly. But um, I got the um, the new the, the new old... got a pair of Solar Glides. Oh, yeah. um, not the coolest, not, like, the craziest pickup ever. It's actually very far from that. These were um, an Adidas app exclusive colorway um, for 130 bucks, And with various uh, membership discounts, they cost me $52. So I could not oh, say yeah. no to a boost... Shoe for fifty two dollars i I really just cannot say no, and I love like the kind of the hot mango crimson look with a little bit of blue and like the the underlay having that same kind of reddish color, even in different lights it looks a little different very very cool shoe,
1: yeah, that color reminds me of early two thousand ten sneakers' that you know that color was along with vault was oh two yeah the hot colors
2: <laughs> this is like south beach uh south beach night 101 yep uh but it's really good man i really really recommend if you're looking for a running shoe that's probably very much on sale um the solar glide uh solar boost Mm -hmm. the solar stuff by adidas extremely comfortable go check that out
1: yeah
2: um and then for my purchases two shoes that have released on sneakers app and then shoes like these on sneakers always make me just think why are these on sneakers like who's the market who's the limited market for these great shoes so that's the limited market for these fantastic shoes um one of them is the kukini man like the the video game uh like the bo jackson video game motif looking Mm -hmm. or an old kd video game you notice nike's done video game digital video game 16-bit looking stuff 8-bit looking stuff multiple times so the kukini and that colorway looks really good and then the pecan jewel swoosh air force ones those will 1000% go on sale and i will 1000% <laughs> be buying a pair um i love yeah that jewel swoosh stuff man It really speaks to me um we'll see i've been copping i you know i, I bought the psg jordan 5 so it's not here yet um nice. on my radar like it oh I'll let you know how they are. I'm like like an idiot. I bought them. I couldn't say no. I was like, oh, I, it looks really good. So maybe I need to chill off and not get the pecans. But more importantly, our main topic, the creme de la creme. I think probably the most fun, entertaining at this time, athlete of all ever. Mm-hmm. I think one Shaquille O'Neal from like 1992, I mean, I would say all the way to take 2002 it was like this, the most fun, not always the most motivated, <laughs> but he was the most gifted, the most dom, you know, TDE, the most dominant ever. Um, he's just like, you know, he's a, a force of nature. No matter how big your guy was on your team, Shaq was bigger. Fox. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right. It makes no sense. Um <laughs> So uh, that brings us to a 30-year-old anniversary retro of the Shaq Attack. Mm -hmm. I would say it goes, you know, Shaq Attack and Shaq Gnosis jockeying for the most famous Shaquille O'Neal sneaker of all time. But the Shaq Attack originally released in 1992, 30 years ago. And it was the first collaboration release with Shaquille and Reebok. He signed a very lucrative at the time... Think about this. There's their article earlier this week with Steph Curry, might be making a billion dollar contract from Under Armour. And at the time, Shaquille O'Neal, the biggest, youngest, hottest thing on earth, signed a five year, $25 million contract. Five million dollars a year. I mean complete creative control to degrees. So we'll talk about the line as a whole. But can you just can you imagine this like how? I understand how OGs are, like, salty sometimes because it's like, you know, Shaq's going to be a billionaire on his own anyway. He'll do just fine in life. But, you know, just the the difference in time between 92 and 2022 and just the money on the table for athletes and what Shaq was is insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's crazy about what Shaq did, like, not only did he come in, like you said, full creative control – but if the story is correct, which I think it is because he tells it, he came in with his own logo already, which yeah. it boggles my mind. And I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but how did no one learn from what Shaq did? Like he came in with his own, hey, this is my agenda. This is what I want to do. I'm going to take creative control of this. And he got it. So it boggles my mind on how Shaq seems to be the only person who's done this so far that to my knowledge, at least that has – that just knew what he wanted. I mean, he had a very good team around him coming out of college for him to be able to just do that. And then that big personality, he was—he came in a perfect time when big men were the it thing, able to move units. Uh, I mean, those shoes are going to be iconic forever. And getting the Shaq attack mm-hmm. again for the 30th anniversary—I mean, it's just even if you're not going to go hooping it or wear it on a day-to-day basis, it's something you know—the history behind it you got to have it in your collection
2: what I think is really interesting is that level of self-awareness you just described, I think can very much be seen in like LaMelo ball. Like he, he knows exactly, Mm -hmm. you know, his his dad is his dad. So he he very much (laughs) probably had branding talks with LaMelo when LaMelo was like 15. So it's like Shaq knew at a young age, what he wanted Mm -hmm. and what he wanted was something not just a rival, like, no, at that point, Reebok and, basketball they weren't just starting but shaq was like the first really big
1: mm-hmm.
2: like huge signing i mean sean kemp stuff i think it was just starting off to um the kamikaze two, i think was in 96 so the kamikaze yeah. one would have been like 94 95 shaq attack 1992 that's like the their first real like full plunge and shaq got yeah. what he wanted it was the first basketball shoe to feature a carbon fiber shank the world and marketing will tell you that the air jordan Elevens is like the first one to yeah. do that but it's just the first nike basketball shoe Correct. to do that the shack attack had instant pump technology when you think about this like pump and how popular that was it was single-handedly like making reebok the coolest thing on earth so you have Carbon fiber plate making it light in the midfoot. The biggest, baddest person on, on earth wearing them. A sick logo on it. Great colorways, a little bit of leather, and a pump system for comfort. Like that, you know, pushed together results in a rookie of the year for Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Um, a trip to the playoffs, which the Orlando Magic were like one of the worst teams the year before. <laughs> That's how they got Shaq. Seems to be and a recurring then, um, thing with them. Yeah, right? And he is the starting center. So, like, Reebok knew, just like they knew with Allen Iverson. That'll be a whole other story, if not mm-hmm. already well documented on sneaker history. But, the I mean, the Shaq stuff, rookie of the year, starting center, all-star game. Like, to have his shoe out and in time, like, LeBron was on that level. Um, Kobe didn't even have his shoe. You know, Kobe is wearing... Yeah. Uh, with the EXT, um, EQT. no, the EQT, yeah, elevation.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, before, like, it wasn't like really the Kobe shoe. No, it was the EQT, was the EQT elevate? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that EQ, was a dunk contest shoe. Yeah. But, like, Shaq arrived, undid the briefcase, and had everything ready to go.
1: Yeah. He had a plan. Like I say, he had a plan stepping into the league. Once you got drafted, he, like, all right, cool, this, this, and this is going to happen. And, it's just it's, – it's, just, it's amazing to see it all because, I mean, was not the Shaq Attack the shoe he wore when he broke the backboard, his first backboard in yeah. the Professionals? Yeah. Uh, so there's just hey. so many things that go along with it.
2: So, I mean, the most iconic look of the Shaq Attack is what's releasing on the 23rd of this month, the white aqua, which is so funny to me. Um, am I colorblind or is that more of an aqua blue than like Orlando Magic blue?
1: It's definitely lighter blue. I don't know if I'll go full aqua, but it's definitely not that dark Orlando blue. So it's a, uh, it really is just kind of his own thing. Like I feel like it is. None of Shaq's shoes really necessarily match the uniform. Which you think about it, that's what Jordan was big for. Oh, gotta have black and red. Gotta have you know black and blue, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like Shaq just kind of did his own thing. whether it be the you kind of aqua or whatever ultramarine blue, whatever you want to call it. And then the Shack Attack was just black and white. Like, nothing directly correlated with his jersey. Like, he was ready to make a move anytime. I was like, hey, wherever I go, the shoe's going to be cool. Like, it's going to be all right.
2: (laughs) When you think about its contemporaries, not in the same sport, but you have, like, you know, a scream green Hirachi with that kind of softer blue and green. You know, just, like, not deep colors. And then um, the Converse um, Larry Johnson stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, that was, like black and kind of more that Hornets baby blue. Yeah. But it's like softer, pastel looks. And, you know, to your point, it was just a little different but it looks fantastic with an Orlando Magic jersey. Mm-hmm. Still, it's like you would think it would clash or something. Oh. And it works.
1: Works completely. Works good.
2: <laughs> um, so, so that's like the OG most important colorway. Then there's that great the Away, right? I think every iconic shoe has a home and Away for the most part, which is just like the black with that same color blue. There's an LSU retro. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it gets spotty. There's a Volt. attacking yeah. all Volt.
1: <laughs> it's a lot um, of shoe I think, in Volt. <laughs> yeah. It,
2: it, it can get a little spotty. But I think with the 30th anniversary, they're celebrating it correctly. And it's a shoe that in that color is like, I don't care if you work on one Bowerman drive or if you are in Germany working at Adidas like... Shaq attacks badass like like yeah. in that color is like it is what it is like it's it's not phenom- it's it's an icon yeah,
1: and I can't wait to see it because if you look at everything that Reebok's been putting out especially their anniversary shoes I mean I got one floating next to me so you know Iverson shoe they came just came out with the blue toes this is such a great quality shoe like Reebok's really been on their game when it comes to like the leathers and the materials they use so I'm really excited to see oh, the yeah. shoe in hand because I know that they're not going to cut corners on it and. I think I mean I'm having I've never owned a Shaq Attack at least to my knowledge maybe as a kid possibly but I feel like they've been doing a good job not only craftsmanship and materials but also getting back to a pretty you know not cushioning but pretty similar in shapes so I'm really excited to see what they do with it I, I think they're they're really taking their time with their their sneakers when it comes to their legacy basketball products and. I don't know. I mean, again, it's not something probably you can wear so much every day just because of the size of the shoe, just in all Mm -hmm. honesty, but it's just nice to have and, you know, throw it on every so often because it's going to, you know, when you open that box, it's going to be a quality product. At least, you know, I'm making that a big assumption already.
2: No, but it's a fair assumption. And, you know, those blue toe questions are actually comfortable too. And, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you know, a lot of people just don't want to buy Reebok because it's not, Nike. You're a bunch whatever. of suckers, I mean, like, You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's like if there's ever a shoe to be like that guy on TNT who fights with Charles all the time and does the general commercials and does the Papa John's commercials and does the fried chicken commercials, the guy who does everything on earth, you see him everywhere. What was he like as a player? go Google nineteen ninety two Shaq. You'll see the shoes. You'll fall in love. Um I think if you just saw the shoes without watching highlights, you'd fall in love. Like
1: yeah,
2: I'm biased as hell. I love Shaq. I love Orlando Magic <laughs> Shaq. I just love Shaquille O'Neal as a human being, as an entertainer, yeah, as an American figure. So it's like, I'm biased as hell, man. I love, I love me these Shaq attacks. But what's so funny is like, we've been waxing poetic for about ten minutes straight on the Shaq attack one, and there's four Shaq attacks. <laughs> I mean, like the bookends are good, like the Shaq attack four. You know that the the super aggressive pump. I think he yeah, wore it. like a CO2 um, container came with it. Dude, like a big-ass CO2 <laughs> container. It's a, a very interesting shoe. Um, the Right before the Shack Gnosis, they kind of like right of the ship on his fifth shoe.
1: Yeah.
2: But like the best thing about the Shack attack uh, was the, <laughs> the same time he did Shack Fu and um, video games. And it's like was doing blue chips. like. Yeah. Shaq was a busy man. Like basketball was very important, but like the Shaq attack 2 and 3 we skipped over those for a reason, man. I mean like the 3 is better, but the 2 is, I think is
1: the two's 2 is forgettable. The Shaq attack 2 the 2 is very yeah. forgettable. Like I honestly forgot it even existed. I'm like, that's the 2. Very uh generic. It didn't have the same personality as like the 1 and of course the 4.
2: But what's wild to me is why, even if you put the t- two shoes side by side, like, how do you not get a feel? And apparently or allegedly, as history goes, the Shaq Attack 2 was not on court very long. Like, they went to the Shaq Attack 3 pretty quickly. They um, said, the Shaq Attack 2 was such a flop according to this Wear Tester's <laughs> article that's beautifully written. Three months into the regular season, they went to the Shaq Attack 3 they're like this cannot this cannot work this is um evan miranda's article on shack's shoes on wearchester.com. go check out the article it's really yeah. good um but three months end is to be like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> we messed up <laughs> yikes uh, but like that's like a. I mean so Shaq, you brought up his college stuff he wore la gear in college yeah that's an la gear shoe that's just like as at that time, you know, LA Gear still ex- other, more brands still existed. Yeah. So, like, they were looking around. I definitely see also the Larry Johnson Converse shoe. In I the definitely Shack see Attack that. Too.
1: And I see some British night action
2: in there. A little bit, but right, they're looking at them and it's like, you know, some shoes are looking forward, like the Shack Attack 1 and the 4, honestly. Like, the 4 is a tough wear because it's so high. It's but design-wise, <laughs> if you did a low-top sh- you know, Shack Attack 4, I think okay. that shoe really works. Like, three-fourths of the way yeah. but like the shack attack Two was definitely looking a little backwards when 92 shoes started looking a little forward that's when penny stuff starts to drop right a couple years later we get jason kidd stuff get sean kemp stuff obviously iverson like more forward thinking i think the shack attack was like let's do what's been hot the past i mean shack attack <laughs> Two was like let's do what's <laughs> been hot the past couple years and it just didn't age well
1: well if you look at the uh I'm looking at this Shack Attack 3. I, again, these are two shoes I just really never paid attention to, in complete honesty. It has some Hirachi Jordan 7-esque pieces to it, like the collar area. It just reminds oh, yeah. me of that type of shoe. But that, dude, if anything, that carbon plate is just beautiful when you flip over the outsole. That sucker is prominent. It is like huge, powerful-looking. It just... That's the best part of shoe, I think, is that that exposed carbon plate because there's so much of it you can see.
2: See, it's a victim of its time because there is a lot of good panels on the Shack Attack Three to where just doing it a flat black with you know one vector logo, tri-vector, I think it's just called the vector logo. Vector. Yeah. Um, having just one of those on that, like you got to spice it up more. And the tongue. Is ugly. So if, you's, if you retro this with a different tongue and maybe snappier colors, snappier, uh, I think you could have a very successful retro disc. Yes, at the time, I think they were just looking around like, all
1: right.
2: <laughs> I mean, but like the carbon fiber plate, you know, the line is just kind of known for that at that point. So like there's it, definitely pushing some tech forward. The traction looks good on the forefoot there's proper elements of the shack attack three and uh you know he won the world championships in it that's that's pretty cool um but like there's great you know we're not going to talk about the shack noses today it's all that's its own story
1: that's a whole different thing
2: but it, but just to go from high it's just like a, it's a weird graph of uh uh Trajectories. I guess it's a weird trajectory for the line. And when we say this like, like, like every one of Kobe's Adidas stuff for bangers. Like, no, like every no. one of LeBron's shoes have been bangers. No. I mean, it's like, what's funny about the Shaq stuff is it's ultimately a very short line with Reebok, and then he just goes off and does his own thing, which yeah. is it's it's great. You know, anybody who wants to clown Shaq shoes, research how much money. Or how many shoes get donated to kids or, you know, how many how many parents who to need to get their kids shoes who yeah. can afford those shoes. Like, Shaq's doing a public service and making money at the same time. So, like, clown the shoes if you want. But, like, there's a, a financial and a social purpose why Shaq's shoes are priced that way and look that way. Yeah. And um, so don't be an asshole. You don't know where people are coming from.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. And it was funny for all those people trying to clown, say, ah, oh, that's that Walmart shoe or that Kmart shoe. Just know from words from Shaq, Nike owned the Shaq shoe for a while. So, you better you, you don't blame Shaq. Like if the way things look. It's yeah. was like the bootleg. This Nike actually owned them for a short time, according to Shaquille O'Neal, and that's where a lot of that, of course, design cues from. You know, Nike's gonna water down their their prominent designs to get some you know that money off off the uh, off the kids, especially if they're doing it for like 19, 20 bucks. Chill out. Like, it's just such a fun fact to know that. Like, I can't remember what interview I was looking at, but I had no idea that they had owned it for a short amount of time.
2: Not to go off on like this is my this is my moral thought for the day. I grew up. I think my first. I, I know what my first pair of cool shoes were. I had Nikes before the Penny Two Atlantic Blue mm-hmm. that were just like absolutely weird. Pay less, like Buster shoes. Like people think. In modern times, because there's this Instagram and you see people like, you know, your kids have nice shoes. You care about shoes. Our parents, for the most part, or our parents, parents, people around this age, you got, you got shoes. Like, <laughs> what those shoes were. I mean, <laughs> you need stuff on your feet. You're going to beat them up. Kmart was a thing at the time. Like, I remember specifically getting Kmart shoes as like a very little kid and there was there's nothing wrong with that. This nowadays people think, oh my my 4-year-old has to have has to have Yeezys. It's cool if your 4-year-old has Yeezys no, and it's not. But your 4-year-old does not care and your bank account does care.
0: So
1: No, it was wild. Like I had I had Nike's. I had, you know, name brand shoes but at the same time, I remember having like Payless shoes but I never I could, at least me, less maybe I just didn't hear it or didn't didn't care enough. I any like when I skateboarded, I got payless shoes because like why like why did you go destroy a really expensive pair of like DCs or something? My parents were like, yeah, no, you can go tear them. you can get play shoes, that will come from Payless. And it yeah. never bothered me, you know, it's uh, even though I like shoes, I'm still a realist though. Like when I get my kids shoes, it's like, all right, cool. I'll get you, like, of course, a nice pair of shoes. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But there's a limit. I'm not going, like, there's there's like a $70 limit. And I'm trying to put coupons on top of that. So I'm trying to drop that sucker down because what am I going to do giving my, you know, eight-year-olds my my oldest child and down to, like, three months? Nothing in that age range, nothing's good going to happen to a pair of Yeezy, right? Like, what are you doing?
2: (laughs) A hundred percent correct. You know better than anybody having three kids. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's a trip, man. Because this, yeah, Shaq, good man. He is. I'm going to quit talking because I could just go on the, the Shaq <laughs> high horse all day. But okay. So, 30th anniversary, September 23rd yep. is when the shoes drop. Do you want to see the black pair? I was talking about earlier release at some point <sighs> this year, too.
1: I don't need the black pair. I'm actually okay with just this pair. Um, But I wouldn't be opposed to it. I just need this pair, but I wouldn't be a, I I don't need the other one, but I wouldn't be opposed if they did release the black bear.
2: I agree. I have the hot ones, Shaq Gnosis, still. I need like the OG Shaq Gnosis.
1: I need the OG so there's, and I want the Shaq Foos.
2: The Shaq Foos are hilarious. <laughs> Lots of Shaq is hilarious. Shaq's shoes. I mean, ultimately, when you look at the design, I think he's just trying, like his personality. He's trying to have a good time with it. Especially the Shaq one, the yeah. Shaq Attack one. I keep it Shaq one, the Shaq, Shaq Attack. Um, he's having fun, man. It's always just like that was his persona. The shoes are fun. He's fun. He's gonna break the rim, smash you with his feet. You know, he's huge.
1: <laughs> he's gonna actually run you over like a truck.
2: If you're a two year old and you look at Shaquille O'Neal he, from a perspective on the ground, his foot is probably 80% of your body. Like,
1: bro, I'm a 30 year old, 33 year old, and his foot's 80% of my body. What are you talking <laughs> about?
2: <laughs> More like 72, but we digress. So, I mean, listeners, make sure you get out there, support Shaquille O'Neal, support Reebok, the Bach boys Bach here. Bok boys, Mike and it's I. almost October. It's, it is almost October, and I, I think I'm planning some trips, and I'm like, I'm bringing these, um, I'm bringing these uh, Reeboks with me because they're fantastic. But we digress. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. We'll do more about Reebok and Shaq and other basketball shoes at another time. Maybe a follow-up episode coming out soon about this big man shoes in general. Mm. Maybe we'll have more people on the podcast. Only time will tell, so you have to tune back in to see <laughs> Um, make sure you're following the channel yes. at Sneaker History on all major platforms, almost any listening platform. Yep, you can find us on there too. Mike, where can they find you?
1: you find me here all the time, but you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. You can also find me, of course, on YouTube at Mike Gillery. So I'm everywhere.
2: You can find Mike in the streets, Come and you can find me, Robbie, at R A H B E E seven o two. Tell a friend to tell a friend get this community bigger booyah yeah, chuck that's my best drake um my best drake uh, impersonation. impersonation
1: J- jamaican impersonation like jamaica <laughs> so that, it's inception of impression within an impression
2: <laughs> is it drake like drake Dremaca. Dremaca? don't give all right, that. everybody we're getting weird it's late <laughs> all right thanks so much have a good
0: day Peace. hey hey nick here again before you take off i want to thank you for listening to the sneaker history podcast